so no ice diving for next weekend. Can't get these people. Fucking this is, believable. This is always the case, though. This is what I, you know, we, and we talk about it all. Just I mean, like, I should... this is the day you guys rearrange your fucking schedules. You're like, you want 20 people to rearrange your schedules around each one of you. Right. I don't, I don't get it. Were we ever like that? I don't, I don't think I we hope were. not. If I, if I was, I would like to go back in time and kick my own ass. The Great Dive Podcast is hosted by your buddies, James and Brando. Constitutes the quote unquote idiot diver. <laughs> Sounds like uh, could be a men's clone. <laughs> Aquarius. Aquarius. All right, let's um back to diving. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome to the great government conspiracy, conspiracy. podcast. <laughs> you know, diving naturally leads into conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so Aquarius Buffoonus. Want to talk about this idiot? Yeah. Well, yeah. I think uh, I think most divers. The funny thing is, and maybe it's not funny, is the person that is the Aquarius Buffoonus doesn't know they're the Aquarius Buffoonus. Oh, probably. Of course not. It's like that old thing. It's like you know, every crowd has an idiot. If you look at your crowd and you don't see the idiot, you're the dun. idiot. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Dun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. I guess that's my thing is, does the Aquarius buffoonus, do they know they're that bad? No. They Most think, of the time? No, they think yeah. they're awesome. Or do they, you think that's like a and defense this is, mechanism? This is, very, uh, this is very politically incorrect in today's world of, 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 of talking. To criticize anyone. To, to criticize anybody. But anyone whoa, are we going to criticize the hell out of yeah. this guy? I think we should start a movement. Just it's called the honesty movement. I'm all about, you know, don't be so brutally honest that you hurt people. That's that's not what this is about. No, no, but, no. Uh, I but think, uh, I think if uh, I think take, a lot of people could be really enlightened that if they found out they were this guy, I think a lot of people would be like, <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, but they might quit diving. <laughs> It's usually the guy who's like, I'm, I'm a so, naturally so great diver. So what you I'll, I'll be able to get my favorite seat on the boat now. <laughs> yes. If the boats keep going. We are responsible for the, the complete downfall of the scuba industry. <laughs> now they stopped coming completely. Okay, everybody. Hey, welcome back to the Great Dive Podcast. You're here with your buddy, Jamesy. And your old buddy, Brando. And we got a good, just funny tale for you as we approach... Our two-year anniversary. Two years. Two years of this. Who'd have thunk? They, they said it wouldn't last. They said it wouldn't last. We had a really nice anniversary show. I hope you guys enjoyed our anniversary 100th, show. Yeah, 100th. 
for our centennial. 100th centennial, centennial episode. episode. Yeah. Is that the right word? Centennial? Centennial, yes. We had fun with that one. Once again, thank you to everybody who's been listening, who's been donating and, and helping us out and helping us keep our better halves happy. Because that's what it's all about at the end of the happy wife. Because at the end of the life. day, if they got tired of it, we'd have we'd been have gone to, long ago. We'd have to stop our fun. Yes. Although we can make life difficult too, that's we, right. you know we're not we're not powerless at all. So as we uh, as we start we off, can always the, whine and mope and cry. <laughs> as we come to the end of two years, we want to get back into having a little bit of fun, especially yeah. after the the serious way we ended National Cave Diving Month. Right, so we're gonna have a little bit of a silly time with you guys. Yeah, we gotta you know we gotta take these guys on a ride. It's full of ups and downs. It can't be all serious, and it can't be all death, and then it can't be all our wives. <laughs> it's gotta be a bunch of everything. Right, right. And uh, it's been a while since we've gone way back in time to uh, the the early skin diver days. But we're but I think do we're that. due as as the dive season approaches and and people are uh, in the travel season, the heart of travel season right now. They're going down, getting on these cattle boats down in the Caribbean uh, and these boats with you know twenty four passengers. Some of them have good experience and are pretty good divers, and some of them not maybe so not so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a slew of characters. Do you think we can find the archetype? characters of of the world on a dive on, boat on a, on a general dive boat yeah do you think we can find the joker well there, there's a there's a joker on every boat yeah you, you need you need yeah. that and, and if i'll tell you one thing if there's not a joker on the boat you i'm gonna will, step, up, step to up to the, the i'm gonna joker. step up to that uh that cause it's true i think you will i'm never i don't think i'm very rarely the joker on the boat no you're you're not i'm but a little more listen when the when the the, the mood needs to be Lightened up, and somebody needs to have a have a swimsuit wrapped around his head, (laughs) (laughs) fake surfing on the bow of the boat to lighten up the spirits. James, I will I will fly into the cause like Superman on a sunny day. I like it. It's true. I don't know. People are like, oh, who would ever do that? Yeah, Jamesy. Give me that speedo. (laughs) Give me this towel for a cape. I got this. I got this. Just when you thought speedos were gonna (laughs) become illegal or something, there's old Jamesy. Um, there's the spouse that does not want to be there at all. Oh yeah, that got that's forced a, forced to right. take class and uh, forced to go on this boat. Yeah, and is, and is probably seasick already. Oh yeah. Then you you have the typical you know they get seasick on every every single charter and you're like, well, why why do you keep coming? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I don't get it. Because they're so tough and badass. Yes, they're gonna they're proving they're gonna, that they will not get seasick. Yeah. Well, they will get to, they, right, right. They but, do but they're, every but time. they're like they're telling themselves, yeah. "I'm not going to get seasick." Yeah. <laughs> or they make the dive and then they sit in the corner, you know, like oh, or they got their head over by the uh, gunnels and <laughs> ready to. Now, but there's a couple seasick guys. Oh yeah, usually there's there's the guy that tied it on too too, oh, too the hard before. too long yeah. night before. Yeah, you got that. That, that shouldn't yeah. even have shown up on the boat. Mm-hmm. And then you got just the the motion sickness right. guy that just can't handle that mm-hmm. that moving boat at all. True, true. You got different seasickness types. What else? What other kind of? You got the know it all. Got the braggart. Oh yeah, I've I've seen that guy before. Seen those guys. Yeah, yeah. We talk about those guys quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. We uh, he sat in between us one time. We both <laughs> we both got to listen to him, which is nice. The funny thing is, is uh, Patty and I went up to the pub for uh, some food. Yeah. 
sat down, um, and this guy was sitting next to us. Yeah. Right? Two yeah, empty yeah. seats opened up, sat down, and this guy just immediately starts talking to you guys. Talking to okay. me, talking to me, and I, I made the mistake of answering him. <laughs> right? And he's like, on like talking, talking, talking about this place he's got in Salt K and in the Turks and Caicos and blah blah blah. And he's a scuba diver. No. Oh, okay. But he knows everything about diving. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I, I, does, I've met does those. Some, does some yeah. snorkeling and, and stuff and yeah. going on and on and on and pounding back these scotches. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyways, he gets up. He takes off. Yeah. The guy that's cooking that kind of runs the bar there, yeah. a real cool dude and makes, really puts a ton of love and art and craft into these burgers yeah. that he makes. I mean, he's, they're mm-hmm. incredible, incredible feats to even look at. Mm-hmm. And you almost don't even want to bite into it. They're, they're so well done. He goes... I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> he goes, you just got billed. <laughs> and then like all these other people that are like regulars in this place are like, oh my God, thanks for taking that one for oh us. Oh boy. Oh boy. So he's not just a diver. This, this, that no, guy's in, yes. in all walks of life. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. There, there's archetypes uh, everywhere. On the dive boat, in the bar. Well, let's talk about a very politically incorrect thing. Let's do that. Um, like back in the 60s, they just didn't give a damn. They kind of told it how it was a little bit more. Yeah. You know, they, they didn't have, I don't think the editor was looking for ways to make sure a story didn't offend someone. Right. The way it is now. Oh, yeah. You can't offend it. Well, that's the thing is we're, we've backed ourselves into a straight jacketed corner where we can't say anything because somebody's going to be offended about everything you say. And I think at the time, Skin Diver Magazine was really working on building a culture amongst their readers and amongst the society of, of divers, skin divers and scuba divers alike. True. Right. And they were trying to, you know, kind of like uh, when we talked about old Hugh Hefner there back in the day. Right. And like how he was, you know, his magazine, you know, was really trying to build this Playboy guy. Right. right? An image the, the, that image. men wanted to be. So they'd buy this magazine. Right. To find. It's just like GQ did and right, mean, yeah, yeah. like Cosmo does and and I think skin divers trying to build that image of the scuba diver right the, the the good old character of what they wanted this diver to be and then as the sport started to grow and the popularity arose and the the ease of getting the gear and the the education well money drove all this right the need for money and then um you got uh some people that really weren't fitting that image right but you don't want to offend them because they've got a a pocketbook right that's the two that's where we're at right now it's certainly where we're at right now but some of us saw this coming i mean some of us were like what the fuck man and maybe maybe we were clinging to the old image of the pirate-esque uh mentality of diving Right, I know you are attracted to that. I know I appreciate go do a dive, a great big dive, and it takes a lot of planning. You've trained for it, and you know you put some skill into it, and then you, you go and have a few cocktails at night and ah, you celebrate you know, you it, celebrate and, the dive. And right, that's and, the that's the lifestyle, that's the image you have. You know, it's like oh, the, the, an adventure kind of thing. You know, like you'd read in an Ernest Hemingway book. You know, yes, but then you you, uh, you see somebody else that just hasn't planned, right. hasn't. And they still went and did the dive. <laughs> they still and they went lived. And did the dive. And they, like, they made it through, and you're like, "You're fucking up my sport, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> you know what that guy's called? Oh, I know what I call him, <laughs> son of a. But uh, Skin Diver Magazine, back in 1961, called this diver the Buffoonus Aquarius. Ah, the Latin genus and species. 
So back in a time where they weren't so worried about uh, being politically incorrect, uh, old Dick Anderson. That's back when you could have a name like Dick. You don't as, see as Dick a, too you much see anymore. Too, you don't see too many Dicks anymore. Although I just saw Dick Black for something. I can't remember what it, the guy's name is. Dick Black. He's a reporter or something. Article by Dick Black. I'm like, that's not real. No. So the modern skin diver and the buffoonous Aquarius. With Gustav Dalaval, internationally known as the father of skin diving, pushing from one side. And Captain Jacques-Yves Cousteau, internationally known as the father of scuba diving, pushing from the other side. A new offspring was sired, which grew to be the modern skin diver. Now, strictly speaking, a skin diver is a person who dives more or less in his skin. But... (laughs) In the general sense, skin diving covers the whole of diving, with the exception of helmet work. I'm not a crusader, so I'll call it skin diving too, for now. Hmm. Nowadays, you know, skin diving is kind of taken... uh, uh, Free diving. Yeah, free diving, snorkeling, we call skin diving, you know, without all the gear. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think they even use the term anymore as a skin diver. Right. You know, you don't don't see it much. Well, it implies, you know, a lot of nudie kind of things maybe let's uh, start that up i want to be a skin great dive podcast skin diving club. skin diver <laughs> are you, you know what diver? that means skin diver skin divers are all over the place these days everywhere there's water even in nevada nevada he says nevada, nevada. Well, nevada actually has some cool yeah. like tahoe uh what's right? that lake by uh the hoover dam lake mead lake mead yeah, yeah. thank you it has that, air- that aircraft in it Tahoe's coming too. For the most part, these skin divers are ordinary people who have taken the fin and mask in hand and started out to explore a really new frontier. They dive to fish, to look, to get away from home, to photograph underwater stuff, to salvage, to do something different and exciting, and to do some various underwater deeds for remuneration or courtesy. These aforementioned souls, much the same as you, me, and the guy down the street, are the true sons of the fathers of diving. And I think that you and I have, are, are carrying on that torch of the, the, the fathers of diving, right? carrying on that, that uh, passion, the, yes. the, the zeal for being underwater and being at one with the underwater world and being at peace down there. Yes, that, that's definitely one one aspect of it for sure. And the lifestyle, the image. I think that's what we got to keep carrying on. That, like I say, the, the draw to me as a youngster was the image. You know, the Lloyd Bridges, the Jacques Cousteau Falco, you know, the combination of all these guys. And of course, James Bond came out and the sea, scuba diving there yeah. and stuff. Just, all uh, those little things, you know, cool. made a, uh, an archetype, if you will, of the diver. And that's what drew me to it. Uh, you know, I just thought that that is all what I, I need, was born for. All I need is a beaver tail wetsuit. I need a Zodiac. I can get, the chick. I can I get all a, the chicks. A Zodiac. I need a wetsuit and a knife. Big uh, ass a knife. Big ass knife on my leg. I'll be getting chicks. Mask on my head. Do you want to get certified to dive, sir? No. <laughs> no I don't want to do that. I just need a knife. I want the costume. <laughs> but alas. But alas, Brando. Something slipped. Alas. Does this article truly have the word alas? <laughs> it does. That's another uh, word that's you, don't you, see, you don't see I too know, much. That's how you know it's a, a well-written article. A regulator diaphragm must have ruptured. There were twins. Ooh. So this is like a mythology. Unfortunately, uh, all twins aren't the same. Exactly. Two sides of the same coin. One of the offsprings was normal. The other came <laughs> into existence. <laughs> one was Brando and one grew, was James. <laughs> 
and we'll let, <laughs> well, the, oh, we'll let the audience oh, determine who's, who's normal and who's, who's, who's not. And finally, one grew and grew and became the Buffoonus Aquarius. Buffoonus Aquarius. The Buffoonus Aquarius is much like you and I in appearance and even similar to the ordinary run-of-the-mill dry land buffoon. This part is rather confusing because a Buffoonus Aquarius isn't necessarily a buffoon when he gets home from the diving trip. Although I think it is a safe assumption that a dry land buffoon is more apt to be a buffoonus Aquarius than not. <laughs> quite, um, quite philosophical in this uh, endeavor. Truth. The situation is, when some individuals don their diving gear, a startling change takes place. It is much the same as the meek, brow-beaten stock clerk who changes into a dangerous, snarling tiger when he's behind the wheel of his car. I get it. The pressures of life. Don't dode well on this man grabbing his uh, <laughs> car and speeding down the streets, nor does it uh, these pressures and stresses of life work well for some people jumping into the water with scuba gear on. The water he dives in seems to wash away any semblance of sound reasoning and turns him into a monster, which can only be described as a Aquarius. buffoonus Aquarius. Yes, buffoonus Aquarius. Interesting. Well, yeah, I, I can see that. People that you th- you know you know not diving they're they're you know normal people right nice and you find out they're a diver right and you start having a you get uh, in the water a, with you them. start having a reg- you know reasonable conversation yeah. they seem to seem to know yeah. what they're talking about and okay cool and well uh, it's a that's a you know easy little dive yeah come on out and ay 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 and then you get in the water and mask uh, <laughs> mask goes on yeah. and brain goes off. off but they don't know it. Again, you don't know what you don't know, I guess. But yeah, let's let's go on. The usual buffoonous Aquarius may go undetected on the surface, but underwater they stick out like a sore thumb. They have one dead giveaway: all of them are chronic signalers. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, that used to be a huge. I don't think it's it's much of an issue in the with the guys we dive with. Anymore. I, 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 hopefully, we've beaten a lot uh, of those buffoons. But yeah, you know, <laughs> I know you do this with your students. You have to. I, I know I used to, you know, try to tell them right up front. It's like, "Are you okay?" Is is to be answered with, "I'm okay," right? But you also equate it to walking down the street with a guy. Like, do you, do you keep going? Hey, you okay? Hey, hey, you okay? Hey, you okay? <laughs> like, I'm okay. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that gets. I shouldn't say beat out of the students, but that gets like right, right, nixed it, real quick because it, maybe it's just a natural inclination to always be wanted. You know, you feel like you always have to communicate, right? Which is too much. Yeah, right. I, I tell my students this signal, this okay signal, right? Yeah. What it really means is I have no clue what you are trying to ask me, <laughs> but if I show you this, you'll stop. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <This is> what... <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Oh, they will go to any means to signal you, and you had better answer because they never give up. The favorite buffoon signal is made by placing the index finger to the thumb, palm toward the victim, and the rest of the fingers spread. Palm towards the victim. (laughs) This is the famous Air Force OK sign. It has been so drummed into the buffoons by grade A, B, and C movies that they can never forget it, unfortunately. And TV didn't help either. 
But understand me, it's not the sign that's bad. It's the way it's delivered. There's no such thing as a bad sign. Imagine this it's scene. Just bad people. <laughs> Imagine this scene. You're down at 120 feet, intently examining some strange find. All of a sudden, you're hit as if by a sea elephant in heat. Wham! It happens again. <laughs> you look around in stark terror, sure of an attack by some strange sea creature. You were right. You see the withdrawing left arm of a buffoonous Aquarius, <laughs> while all the time his right arm is making this strange thrusting gyration, supposedly adding potency to his signal. This happens. Diving isn't like it used to be. <laughs> you, ever, you know, it's funny because reading this, like these images yeah. are coming to mind of like, of like being on dives Memories. where like... Like me and my buddy are swimming by, and you're just going past like a, a random people, and they're like, "Hey, are you okay?" <laughs> I usually give a wave, like, like, like yeah, like a little yeah, wave, like, like, hey, nod, what's happening? Yeah. Uh, but again, it's like that. Yeah, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> shake my head and keep swimming. No. <laughs> no. Uh, what's a good signal? Just point back what's at good- yourself. And just like keep me, swearing. Like, look to the left. Look to the right. <laughs> me? Am I okay? Or you could just really, you want to really play it up. Just keep going. I'm okay. Point to yourself. Give them the okay yeah, sign and then go point to them and go, you okay? And when they say they're okay and then you say, I'm okay. I'm and point okay. back to I'm them. Okay. Are, you, are, you are you okay? okay? No, are you okay? And just make I'm it. Okay. <laughs> are you really okay? okay? Point to somebody else. Are they okay? Those fish Okay. <laughs> Is this shipwreck okay? <laughs> you could can, <laughs> can just, you know, drive the point home. And when they get back on the boat, what was that all about? <laughs> just checking. <laughs> yeah. That is, uh, you know, I don't think of that too much anymore, the uh, the are you okay people. I haven't run across too many as of late, but they're out there. I used to see them quite a bit. Well, it, it, it makes me think they're not, are they really... Focus on their dive. I think and it's it, a nervous it, habit. It, it's a yeah, it is a nervous habit. That's my personal opinion. I mean, I think they're they're just nervous and they want somebody to know that they're okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm going to ask you if you're, Are you you're okay? okay. I'm going <laughs> to redirect my own insecurities you, onto when you. <laughs> when you show me that signal, it'll reaffirm that I am actually, in fact, okay. Okay. Because <laughs> if I wasn't okay. You would not be telling me that you're okay because you'd be like, you, the hell. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes in curiosity, I return the signal and the buffoon seems so emotionally disturbed, so overwhelmingly moved by the thought of two strangers making contact in an alien world (laughs) (laughs) that he actually appears to achieve a climax to his dive and heads for the surface. I don't know the wording of this article. It's uh, he's really—it's the '60s, man. I know, but I mean, I like the guy's got like sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Finally, you don't get this in writing anymore. Oh no, you don't want to offend no. anyone. On the surface, a buffoonous Aquarius can be spotted quite easily if one is alert. He is not an amateur or anything in around or under the sea. After he has made enough dives <laughs> to rate him as a buffoonous Aquarius, he automatically becomes an expert in salvage. Underwater photography, helmet diving, commercial <laughs> diving as a whole, marine biology, whales, wreck subs, <laughs> diving gear, skin versus scuba, <laughs> scuba versus helmet, 
and is an authority on a host of other nautical things in general. I'm guessing, now this is awesome, okay? I'm guessing that this guy went out over the weekend diving and he met this clown. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. mother, <laughs> he, he just got pissed off because that's what it would happen to me. Oh, right. I mean, right. you know how I am. He got into skin I'd be diver. Like, he got into. I'm writing a fucking article, man. You're the star, skin buddy. Skin diver offices on, uh, on, <laughs> on Monday morning. He's like, the typewriter is on keyboards on fire. Yeah, he's just like fuming, like this asshole. This asshole at Catalina. Have you ever been there, though? Have you ever been, like, so so emotionally affected by either something you've had to deal with in the diving world? I know on the in, back in the day, like in the late 90s, early 2000s, when the scuba forums were being birthed. Oh, oh. And I would read some shit, and I would just, I would now, I didn't have the self-control that I uh, have now. right. You would engage. I would, I would be you, the idiot who would engage. And it would be a uh, three-page, I, uh, I am that three-page response. Uh, because I know how to write a fucking paper. I wrote, you know, I have some college and I can write a paper. And that's how I would approach it, you know, uh, an intro but, with a thesis, three, three paragraphs supporting yeah, but, uh, the material, but, and a conclusion restating my thesis. Yes, but you're a, you're a scholar. <laughs> And you got a buffoonous Aquarius reading the paper. I know, and he'd reply with two, three things. Well, shut your face, because I know this. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, I can remember the uh, keyboard slapping, man. The keyboard. <laughs> and, and I'm watching myself. I'm, like, outside of my body watching myself going, stop. Stop. Just stop. What are you doing, Don't man? engage. It's, it's wrestling with pigs, man. It's wrestling with <laughs> pigs. And those of you that don't know wrestling with pigs is, you know, you both are going to get dirty. But the pig likes it. Yeah. <laughs> this is the guy who, when you are doing an honest diving job for money, says to your employer, no less, heck, I'll do that for you for nothing. <laughs> now, we've met these people. Oh, yeah. I want to, I want to, I can remember in commercial school, the uh, instructors at commercial school, all, it's all military, they're all Army, Navy, commercial divers, or, and, or they've, over the North Sea, they, they're divers. I mean, these are not these are not uh, Joe Blow you got from the dive shop that went and did a. Uh, no, you know, these, a are like, these are guys the that marina. are like uh, literally like putting food on their table. Well, these uh, yeah, paying they, their bills. They've been uh, on missions. They dove they're, the North Sea and the oil. Sat divers yeah, they're doing this for a living. This is they're how they real get educated. By in life. Yeah. yeah, they didn't get an open water card and call themselves a commercial diver. They actually went to military commercial diver school. Anyway, the long story short of it is they hated scuba, scuba divers. Hated. Did not want to hear about our scuba adventures. You know, the guys oh, I that could imagine. They call, you know, Scooby-Doo's. We are doing this, they'd say, <laughs> and things. They really. Right, because they, uh, some guy, you know, shows up. Yeah. You know, wants to do the job for 10 job. bucks or 15 bucks. And these guys are like, no, because the pros have insurance. They've gone to school. They pay for school or they've gone to the military. Uh, they've got their own equipment. They, they've got an investment in it and it's their livelihood. And here comes Joe Clown, who's got his open water card, who's willing to go do it for, you know, $8 an hour or 12 bucks an Not hour. Not even, yeah. Like, they, a lot right. of times they, they do it for free just for the, oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the attraction of saying, yeah, I've done commercial jobs. And then when they die, you know, when they do something stupid, like not lock out a valve and get sucked through a tiny one-inch hole, uh... It makes us all look like morons. Right. Anyway, they, we, all, we all look like Aquarius buffoonus. He is the guy who, when you are performing some exacting task underwater, 
bulldozes his way in, gives you the all-meaning signal, and sticks both of his hands into it. He is the guy who, when you are clearing a fouled propeller in a crowded harbor, is sitting up on the boat with his girlfriend, and upon seeing the activity, dons his gear while standing on the highest level spot on his boat so all can see. Jumps into the water amid squeals of anguish from the girl and swims around to your aid. You feel the jarring concussions and turn around to see the signal. Then he hurries back up and yells to his girl that the guy down there is doing fine. Following that dramatic announcement, <laughs> following that dramatic announcement, he proceeds to tell the skipper, all the while athletically treading water, that an easy job it is. He usually clears out about the time you come up, but by then, it's a begrudging skipper that hands over your hard-earned 5, 10, or 20. Buffoon goes back to posing on his poop deck like a living marble lad. This is, you know, again, it goes to... Yeah, the guy jumping in to do the, to do the job. Yeah, but the loudest one on the boat is typically the, is typically the Aquarius buffoonist. Well, yeah, yeah. They're trying to make up for something. I guess. I mean, we could do a deep psychological evaluation. They have a small snorkel. They have a small snorkel. (laughs) This kind of activity, and I have to believe it's in other activities along these same lines, you know, uh, it draws a person who needs some kind of validation for something. I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's in all walks of life. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but this this gives them a, a podium from which to go out and, you know, I'm this. This is my my value. I don't know. Again, we could do a deep psychological evaluation, but these people are in abundance. At least you, you've got to you got to admit coming coming through the dive shop, you see them all the time. Well, yeah, the the, the people that I give the most credit to are generally the people that come in and uh, say the least. Yeah, you know, other than you know the, about the, the the thing that they're looking for or need, mm-hmm. and then they go about their way, and then you see them on a boat, and they're you know kind and polite to the 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 crew and the captain and they they take care of their gear get in the water and do their dive that's generally a a pretty good diver for the most part the guy that shows up on the boat who's already going through his logbook page by page of of everything that he's done (laughs) generally is is tripping over the swim platform face planting into the water and uh destroying the visibility once you get down onto that wreck so that's the guy. That braggart guy is generally the guy that you want to make sure you're in the water before. Truth. So that you have a chance of seeing something cool on the dive before it before the visibility it goes to inches. Or get your pictures in. Right. Before they come and dive bomb you. Now, again, we uh we are generalizing here. Absolutely. Right. We I mean, have to. I mean, yeah. I yeah. don't want to. But I, I think anybody that's been diving long enough. Wanna would, point anybody out, Steve? Uh, no. <laughs> I didn't, I, that was a generic Steve. There's nobody. The couple Steves that I know, I'm not saying anything. Ugh, funny. Um, old Dick goes on to say uh, as well that all of these things are, of course, generalities. But to be more specific, I'll recount a recent dive at Catalina where I came in actual contact with the Buffoonus Aquarius. Buffoonus Aquarius. I anchored my cruiser over the sunken 150-foot diesel yacht Valiant, which rests just off St. Catherine Beach near Avalon. 
over on uh, Catalina Cal Island, Island. Down in uh, SoCal. All these guys were SoCal divers back in the back well, in the day. Well, that was like the headquarters. You yeah. know, you had Florida and you had uh, California. Yeah. I don't know, Florida, I think they had the cave divers a lot. Though. I grew up in the wrong place, man. I, I should have grown up in Southern California. Oh, what the hell? I should have grown up in Florida, I think. I should have grown up in the Keys or the Mediterranean. Oh, I'd, I'd have killed. Or I could have done Northern. I could have. Uh, I could have killed it. In I, I could have killed it in, uh, <laughs> in the Keys. In growing up in Key Largo back in the day. <laughs> kidding me? I want to get in marathon. I want to get in the middle. Nowadays I do. Yeah. Nowadays I, mean, I, 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 I Key Largo is beautiful though. Yeah. But it's it's, it's still there in it's the busy. mouth and it's yeah. yeah busy. You get down past Isla Mirada and the marathon, it's quiet. Yeah, people you know? don't want to make that trek. Yeah. My intent was to take several photos of my wife, Mary, sitting in the bathtub that rests in the bow. Bathtub depth is a little over 100 feet. Since my wife was going to dive with no neoprene wetsuit and the water at that depth gets a little chilly, I descended first with my cohort, Red Carter, to see that everything was as it should be. Now, these are the days, though. I just want you to... This is Southern California. That water is 50-something, maybe 60. Maybe 60 on, on, a, a, good on, day, on a good on day. On a good, yeah, warm yeah. current coming through there. I don't know if there's much much, much of a thermocline as he may be. I mean, we when I think of thermocline, I'm like 39 to 52. I mean, I dove— Not, not yeah, 60 a, to a 58. Great lakes, yeah, yeah, Great Lakes thermocline. Right, is, is exactly. A lot of, a lot of change. <laughs> yeah. not, it's like a 50-degree change. Not in 78 feet. to yeah. 76. Yeah, and that's that's. But still, I mean, she's in SoCal and gonna jump down a hundred feet without a wetsuit. She's gonna go in a, her little, you know, bikini yeah. probably. Get some uh, photos of her. It's a tough chick. Tough chick. Chicks were tough back then. Well, you got the, uh, you know, you know, old Zale Perry was diving these days, and like yeah. all of her shots, she wasn't wearing a wetsuit. She's like jumping in in that uh, little little white bathing suit. That's all I need. That's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> Put the picture down. <laughs> Let's get back to this podcast. Um, so old Red, Red Carter. There's another name you don't you don't old Red, yeah. <laughs> you don't get anybody named Red and Dick and Red. Like Red I want to go, <laughs> I want to go, I want to go have a beer with Dick, Dick and, Red. and Red. Well, you would. I mean, back in the day, those guys were. They probably took some shit for the <laughs> names and. They learned to fight back. They weren't anybody to mess around with. Oh, probably not. Since Carter was having a little trouble clearing, I went down ahead of him, keeping one eye on him all the while up through the clear water. Our anchor had landed about 50 feet away from the stern of the Valiant, so I picked it up and planted it again right under the stern. Then I swam back to the first spot, pulled up on a bit of inch-link chain I had noticed. The result was about two fathoms of chain and a 20-pound Danforth lacking a little galvanize. But good. This I took over and hooked into my anchor chain so I could retrieve it when I pulled the anchor. So he found a, he found like another an anchor. old anchor there, yeah, sure. I could see Carter approaching the taff rail above me, so I joined him. We swam through an opening in the promenade deck and proceeded forward, between decks. There were three tubs in the stern, more or less in a heap. I worked the topmost one onto a level spot of the number two deck for a later picture. In doing so, I came across a pair of mooring or towing bits that had fallen through the deck above. We continued forward and passed over the engine room with the two big diesels sitting side by side. All the power plants and auxiliary clustered around them. The forward compartment where the bathtub we were interested in rested was perfectly clear. 
I stuck my head through the hatch and I could see the entire compartment corner to corner with only the light from a few broken out portholes. It was perfect for pictures and we were very careful to do nothing to disturb it. On the way back to the anchor and descending line, I stopped and used the remainder of my air, getting the set of bits out of the pile of junk in the number two deck and up to clear level space on the poop deck. And I'll take this opportunity to mention that the job pooped me out. I did it, by the way, without a single signal. (laughs) So I'm getting the I'm getting the feel for where this is where this is going. eh? Beautiful water. Yeah. Beautiful dive, crystal clear, just magical dive, right? Right. Remember, like, remember those pictures you took up in uh, Mackinac last year? Yeah. Like the whole entire yes, Sandusky, like in one shot, yeah. right? You got me down there uh, on that uh, across that starboard rail, like the one diver. Yeah, yeah. Everything is in there, crystal clear. Now imagine, <laughs> imagine though, had the buffoonous Aquarius <laughs> entered the water right before us. There yeah. would be this real pretty shipwreck with a with a, a, yes. with a big billowy like a billowing mushroom cloud at the bow and one at the stern, and it, it would have ruined the shot. We had that on uh, one of our dives. Yes, we did. I mean, we've had it on many of our dives, but we've had it on one where we actually went down first to get some shots, and thankfully, we did get a couple before before that program got turned off. Right, right, and then they they stirred it up really bad. Uh, to the point like yeah like literally like a, a cannonball being dropped into into the silt bed on the rack right we had to and we had to situate ourselves. Yeah. yeah yeah and this guy didn't even had no clue what he did not a clue as we right. watched them, like, we yeah, just watched when them. we got when we got back on the boat he wanted to know like why we got underneath <laughs> underneath him when, when he landed on top of us right exactly <laughs> What are you doing below me, me when I'm descending at 150 miles yeah. an hour? You're in my way from hitting the deck. How am I going to stop if I don't hit the deck? Oblivious. Oblivious. Okay. Um, the air was getting low, so we surfaced. 25 feet per minute, buffoons. <laughs> <laughs> I changed cylinders while Mary got into her gear. We were doing our best to hurry because a boatload of skin divers containing... In all probability, a great number of buffoons had just arrived on the scene. (laughs) They're like, oh, shit, here they come. Here they come. We got to get in the water before all these buffoons get in and totally destroy our photo shoot. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is what... This guy is kind of us in many respects. We've we've done this. We've ran across this. So who are you, Dick or Red? I'll be... uh, Depends on what day of the week it is. It's uh... <laughs> from where we were. It was like sitting in the cliff house and looking out over Seal Rock. There seemed to be hundreds of them. I felt we didn't stand a chance. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Still, we we're hurried. Goners. Yeah, we're goners. <laughs> right. A few were splashing around in the water now. Some were jumping in with their equipment on. It was getting close. We jumped into the water and swam down as quickly as possible. But the buffoons had landed. They were, they were hovering over the wreck like buzzards waiting for it to die. We headed through the cloud of stirred up mud toward the bow. Some of the more adept divers were banging away at something, portholes, I guess. 
under the watchful eye of the hovering and signaling buffoons, I helped Mary squeeze through the bow hatch and then eased in with my Roley. Roley. They call that a Roley. Roley. A Roley. A Roley flex. Roley flex. Is that a camera? Yeah, Roley flex camera. Yeah. My dad had one of those, actually. It's a nice camera. Sweet. We should. We should. Uh, has he still got it? We should get it. No, Take some old, no, old he, vintage photos. I don't photos. know what happened to it. It's just a thirty. He, you know, he had like uh, you know, back in that day too, a thirty-five millimeter film camera. It wasn't as common like it is today to see all these DSLRs out there and people that have no. In the hands of people, well, because no you actually had to know how to take idea. a picture. You had to take a, know how to take a picture back. He then. had to learn. Yeah, yeah. And that was my, he had to teach himself. I mean, yeah. they still had an auto mode, I think, but yeah, you still had to teach yourself. At least one buffoon had been there and stirred things up. Thankfully, though, not the whole herd. <laughs> they got distracted. Right. <laughs> they got distracted. They got, they got busy <laughs> signaling. Okay, on the, on the descent. I'm okay. Are you okay? This is sense going okay. Is your ear okay? My ear is okay. Is your ear okay? Yeah. I took about four shots through the somewhat hazy water before I got the jolt. (laughs) It was unmistakable. The prologue to a signal from a buffoon. I returned. There they were. Three of them. Their signaling arms undulating in the dust they were kicking up. I gave another famous or infamous signal. Grabbed my wife by the arm and fled. Photography was out of the question. Oh, yeah. Damn. Piss you off. Oh. (laughs) It would piss you that you you take the boat out there, you go and do the scouting dive, you get everything set, and then these asshats (laughs) just destroy the place. We started back up the deck of the Valiant to the stern. As I passed the spot where I had previously placed the towing bits, I saw two beautifully clad buffoons in the operation (laughs) of salvaging them. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and then you're, you're going to take, take my you're stuff. Take my shit. <laughs> oh, you Don't son of Don't touch my, my fucking shit. You see where where we come from. You start to see where this is born. I, li- I like this article. This guy is, he's had enough. He had to write about oh, it. Oh, he's about to snap. Do it, man. What an impressive array of signals. <laughs> <laughs> I learned then and there that salvaging buffoons know more signals than hovering and looking buffoons. <laughs> <laughs> so now there's no difference. There's the salvaging buffoon right. and the hovering and the looking buffoon. <laughs> or at least they use more. I was going to a protest, but my bits just weren't worth the signaling. We reached the surface and took our gear off in time to see the salvaging buffoon's marker buoy bob to the top. This yellow inflatable bag was met by wild gasps of speculation from the buffoons on the boat. (laughs) Gee, what could it be? Some treasure? A good thing? Wow. I knew. (laughs) I knew exactly what it was. All my shit. He should... should, so just throw your gear back on, go over to the other boat, take care of business. <laughs> the day was a bust, and we began to stow the gear and make ready to clear out when all of a sudden, the air was pierced with the loudest buffoon scream ever heard. <laughs> Five in-suit boat-basking buffoons hit the water and made for the buffoon that was clinging to my anchor line. What I saw was hard for me to believe. The five buffoons were bearing the one buffoon across the water, much the same as the team carries the football hero. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> the buffoon of buffoons was brandishing the Danforth anchor I had pulled out of the sand and hooked to my anchor line. This was too much. Oh, my God. They were about midpoint between the two vessels, and I started yelling. Not in complete madness like the situation called for. (laughs) (laughs) This is an awesome article. Um, But but since uh, I am somewhat passive by nature, in loud, agitated voice, I yelled that I didn't mind too much that they salvaged the bits that I muscled up from the bowels of the ship, but to salvage the Danforth right off my anchor line was going too far. (laughs) They just looked at me with their buffoon eyes and kept swimming. (laughs) No amount of coaching and ethics would have altered the course of those buffoons who looked upon me as some minor irritation that would go away if they ignored it. I was about to jump overboard and do some preaching when I felt the restraining hand of my wife. Remember, dear, she said, buffoons will be buffoons. Buffoons will be buffoons. I think we need a t-shirt. Buffoons oh. will be buffoons. We might. People, you gotta send us a message. <laughs> Do we need to make up a new t-shirt? Buffoonus Aquarius. Maybe we can make a t-shirt that you can give to your your favorite Buffoonus Aquarius. Oh, oh. Or we can have a no a, a circle oh, a no, no Buffoonus no Aquarius. Aquarius. Right. Oh, I like that one. Uh, I like that. We got things. We got ideas. We got ideas. People, let us know. Help us out. Buffoons will be buffoons, she said. And I let it go at that. Anyway. Epilogue. Epilogue. <laughs> epilogue. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so there he goes. All right. What are you going to do? We've been in this guy's They're shoes to a certain degree. I mean. Yeah, and, I, I, and we do the same. You, you, you I let feel it go. You, re- you feel the frustration. You let it go. And like, hey, let's just, you know better, right? But then. we've let it go so many times. Yeah, to the point we now really where you know that, let it go. You, know that yeah. you get to the boat early. So you can grab the two seats at the closest to the yeah. Let me get the, in the water to the ladder. Quick, yeah, you have your shit ready to go. Mm-hmm. So as soon as that dive master goes, pulls open, sploosh, sploosh, right. and that's old Jamesy and Brando going in. <laughs> get out of my way. <laughs> we got some pictures yeah. to take before all before the buffoons destroyed. Yeah, because that or you, I mean, it's it's one thing in the you know when you're in like the Caribbean and stuff. You know the buffoon's just gonna kill. 10,000 years of coral growth, yeah. kick up some sand, but no that sand's going to fall in, in five minutes and, right. and the visibility Even. will come back. But in the Great Lakes, no. man, you got 100 feet of visibility on a beautiful day in the Great Lakes and somebody goes crashing into the silty bottom. The, day. It's, yeah. the day is ruined, yeah. yeah. And it may not be the same the next day. I mean, our viz changes data, and I'm sure it does in other places as well, but when we have a good viz day, it's something to be treasured. You oh, know? yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a spectacle, right? With, right. When the sun at the right spot in the sky, the water's clear, the, the golden rays are coming down, you know, 100 feet right. underwater. It, it's magical. You don't get those days every day. And, and right when you're about to click that shutter. Jackhole. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Epilogue. Yeah, so he, go, he finishes off by saying, anyway, I was getting a kick out of the fact that the deck basking buffoons wouldn't help the two bit salvage buffoons pull up the 200 pound mooring bits that they had secured with an eighth inch nylon cord. And anybody knows that's a hard job. True facts. Not uh, not really a test <laughs> test strength for a 200 pound anchor. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy! Well, that's that is uh, that is a good article. I like that one. Well done, Dick Anderson. 
And uh, the old team over at Skin Diver, circa 1961. You made old, uh, made old Brando's day with that, <laughs> with that one. <laughs> I, had, I had a good chuckle out of that. Just because th- this one is readily identifiable. You know, we've been there. Been there a lot. So, so yeah, we, um, we don't want it to be too generalizing. But I'm sure everybody's seen a variation of a buffoon from time to time. Mm-hmm. And if you've never seen a buffoon on a dive boat before... <laughs> There's one on every boat, wait, wait, <laughs> pretty much. But if you've never seen one on a dive boat... You may be the buffoon. Oh! Yeah, if you're looking around oh. and trying to figure out who hey, the buffoon is and you hey. can't... There's no buffoons on this boat. False. Brando and James <laughs> said there's a buffoon on every boat. Yeah, uh, well... That is unless you get your own divers, people you have a lot of uh, faith and respect in their abilities. And uh, well, it, it's no, it's no joke of, of why experienced divers, you know, right. often often look for the small six pack boat. Right, right. Oh. Uh, you know, the you can go down to the Keys and you can get on a dive boat with twenty divers, or you can go down and do a small operation where with you, your own, you divers. and your four or five buddies right. are going to go do a dive. Right, and and there's a lot of benefits to that. You know, you're not, you know, you're not going to run into the circle jerk circus freak show kind of thing. And I know, you know, the other side of this is we sound from the, from the outsider's viewpoint, we sound like a, a arrogant elitist and it's just not the case. If you just, if you learned anything from this guy's article, you're just tired of it. You, you know, you put the time in, you wouldn't do that to somebody else. Right. Right. It's the, it's the, the selfishness. It's the, yeah. Of, the don't give a dammedness. Right. That's it. It's it's selfish and it's uh, unaware of your surroundings and who you are and well, what that's you're a doing. Huge part of it is, is that yeah. lack of awareness of, of what you're actually doing. Right, and you got to realize every time you go in the water, you're going to affect the environment one way or another. You try to leave as little effect under there as as possible. That well, means you don't slam into the bottom. You don't take other people's belongings, or you don't. You know, you're just aware. Just be fucking aware. <laughs> My God, turn your goddamn head on. Don't get me going. And saying. <laughs> Saying sorry and asking the sea fan if it's okay after you after you <laughs> You've killed kick, it <laughs> after you kick it off the reef, yeah, doesn't do it justice. No, no, the dead sea fan, the, the broken Elkhorn core, all uh, all that. The stuff. Uh, the the giant piece of brain coral with your wily coyote imprint <laughs> <laughs> on the top of it, where yeah. you plummeted and exactly crashed and face planted uh, on top of it. Yeah, so people, you practice in the goddamn quarry, yeah, and then get out get to, to the game get some day. practice dives in before the game day dive. Absolutely, get the time in. Make sure you're squared away on these dives. Don't be the buffoon. Don't be the buffoon. Good, good words. That's of a advice. that's a that's a good way to end. Yes. That's so a fun hey, way. give me uh, give me your <laughs> longest bookus. <laughs> Sign away. Sign away, Jamesus. Great dive, Dick. <laughs> Thanks, Red. <laughs> Dive safe. All right, people. Till uh, till next week. Thanks for uh, joining us. Yeah, thanks. And don't be a buffoonist, Aquarius. Safe diving.
I gotta I'm throw fire. Like, <laughs> no, no, James, put like a, a sound effect in right. a keep uh, typewriter, old typewriter, just and get like, a like slap sizzle. Can okay, <laughs> you do like a bacon <laughs> sizzle too in the background of that? So you got a. <laughs> like, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, 